It's Thursday night. Welcome back to the United Pubcast. It's not a European night, Tom, but it is a sad night. Before I ask how you are, I'm going to start with a moment of silence. And sorry, if you are new here, I'm Larry Taylor and I am your host today. And I am joined by my co-host, Tom Simpson, a wonderful man indeed. But as you can see by the title of the thumbnail, it is the end of Martial FC. So Tom, I don't want you to say a word. If you can please hang your head and let's give a moment of silence for Anthony Martial FC. Well, to be honest, I don't think he deserves the the moment of silence. I, I think it's over. I think you might as well just fly straight into it. Um, it's over for him. I, I think, look, I'll, I'll defend little parts of his games, but I'll let you take the floor. And uh, Martial FC, yeah, unfortunately, because you do want players to succeed, but his time at United has come to an end. I do not see, if I'm a manager, and, and look, maybe in two, three weeks when one or two players are injured, it changes things. But I don't see, if I'm a manager, how I can put him back on the field again with the with the attacking options we have and the importance of the games coming up. I'm just mortified you interrupted my moment of silence. I was getting in the zone for that. I've had my head down. I was ready to how, get up. How, long, how long would we keep the listeners in suspense? It might have been there for two minutes with you. Don't know. Well, now we'll never know, will we? But cheers for tuning in. Um, look, if you do like the positive side of Martial FC, like the video, I think it is worth that we, you know, play some tribute to what was Martial FC. Bloody hell, Tom, we will get into it. But let's read some comments out um, and then we will rip in. So we've got Joshua in the comments, evening lads. Uh, Rob, evening lads, evening Rob. We've got Jamie, disappointing result, but let's look at the in the positives. Uh, we're still in three major trophy competitions. Well, mate, um, yeah, how, how, how long that lasts, we'll see. I've got George, Martial just never really progressed from the boy that came on against Liverpool. No clear progression in performance and ability, unlike Rashford or Greenwood. Ultimately, he'll be known for his debut. We'll get into that, George. Uh, ideal winter window by Josia West here. Sell Martial, try and find a defensive midfielder. That could be an option. That definitely could be an option. Uh, legs gone at 25. I don't think it's legs are gone. I think it's just an attitude thing. Uh, we've got Cobb in the comments. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Martial should never play striker for United. He should exclusively play left wing. Rash quickly learned that left wing suits his skills better. Oli Martial needs to do the same. It's a valid point. I've got Dion. He suddenly hasn't risen to the occasion. Well, if he can't rise for the Carabao Cup, what can he rise for? Not even his wife, apparently. Um, I heard him referred to as uh, Anthony Fastshell today. And while I don't like to uh, denigrate players, he needs a bit of Roy Keane determination. He seems absolutely indolent by Mike. Tom, lots of mixed feedback on Martial. A little bit of disappointment in the comments. Some just sound like they're absolutely fed up with him. Um, we normally start with uh, the initial 11. Uh, so... I'll come to that, but I think we just need to stay on the Martial train at the moment because clearly he is the point of discussion. Such a dispirited performance. Like, you know me, I'm an avid Anthony Martial fan. I've come on here, I've defended him for the best part of two years. I just can't anymore. Like, you, you, when you start, when you're not performing well, you need to start putting in the one percenters, okay? You should be putting in the one percenters anyway. But the fact that he was struggling to get to the end of balls that he simply just should have gotten to. Like, I think there was a ball by Matic in the second half. I was just, it was just a status quo. It's a pass. Martial just, he didn't get there. It's like a whole second later, he decided, oh, 
my men are bust along a bit. Tom, just talk to me about Martial. Like, such a disappointing performance. Forget his end product and all of that, but bloody hell, awful. His commitment just wasn't there. That's the thing. It comes down to commitment. And I've been one, and I know you were sort of the same train of thought as well. The, the biggest stick to beat him with over the years is his sort of lack of effort. And he's, I think a lot of that lack of effort stems from the body language. His effort has never really been in too much question. Like in terms of how, when he plays on the left, whether a striker or left wing, that's another debate. When him and Rashford are on the left-hand side, United are far better off defensively, which which is why what a manager will first first and foremost look for. You know, and the stats prove that we concede far less goals when Martial plays on the left to when Rashford plays on the left. However, Rashford is able to produce Martial for two years now off the back of that good season in Solskjaer's first season where he scored a few goals, 20-plus goals. Rashford did the same, but Rashford progressed. Maybe not in goals, but Rashford's all-round game progressed and Martial went backwards. Now, we'll have a debate about Solskjaer as, as well, but Solskjaer has improved so many players. Um, Martial, just one of the players who seemingly hasn't. Um, a lot of the comments, are, I remember Rob saying legs are gone at 25 and almost looked like the legs had gone. Uh, that's a debate which I'm sure we'll get into with one matter, which I don't think is the case. But with Martial, it almost looked like it. He looked heavy. And mm-hmm. I've never really questioned his work rate too much. And, and I don't want to discuss work rate as in sprinting or tracking back or tackling or putting your body on the line. There were just one or two instances where we got to the byline sometimes. Donny van der Beek uh, might have been Tellez on one or two occasions. Um, Diego Delo actually on multiple occasions as well. Got to the byline, sort of trying to cut the ball back, Mason Greenwood as well. And a strike you need to be – it's not even a sprint. It's just being in the right position on your toes. And so many times the ball came in and a defender was just flat-footed with standing next to Martial. If Martial's standing there, it's easy for a defender to mark him. And Martial was just so flat-footed in the box and not dying to score a goal. Well, you see when Edison Cavani is in there, he's dying to score a goal. When you see Ronaldo, he lives and breathes goals. That's what all he's there for. He doesn't care how he plays. He's just 100 mile an hour in that 18-yard box. And when Martial got into that 18-yard box, it was not 100 mile an hour. He was he was static. He was slow. And ultimately, when you do look at the people we have in that position now, you've got Ronaldo, you've got Cavani, you've got Rashford to come back, you've got Mason Greenwood, you've got Jaden Sancho, all players who play across that front three, which Martial hasn't been able to nail down a spot, regardless of his ability. You do look at his ability, like just compare it to Rashford. It's an obvious comparison. I don't want to say 10 times the footballer, but he's a far better footballer than Marcus Rashford. But it's like the old McTominay and Pereira debate. Marcus Rashford is 10 times better because he produces. Martial just isn't producing both the required work rate inside the box, but also the results in what it sort of goals the games are judged on, which is goals. When we come on here and we do three, two, ones, we always have used the it's not necessarily who you'd consider the best player over the 90 minutes. We talk about who influences the result the most. If there was a reverse or an opposite of the three, two, ones, Tom, Martial would be top of the list today. Like what you're saying around his movements, I've never seen a striker move less. Like Berbatov had a similar body language. The difference between Martial and Berbatov, man, Berbatov put balls in the back of the net because he knew where to be. He was a brilliant, majestic footballer. And that's the thing. You can get away with it if you are brilliant. But when it's not going right for Martial, which it hasn't now for the best part of approaching 18 months, you can't get away with it. Absolutely The, the concerning thing for me, the, why it's so concerning for me is because if he was putting these performances in and we didn't have Ronaldo, not Cavani, not Jaden Sancho, not Marcus Rashford, I think, okay, he's out of form. Can he regain it? His career yeah. is on the line. It, it, yeah. This isn't a period like in December when you're just going to have a bit of a bad form. His career is on the line now, every single performance now. Because if you look at it, if it's a starting Premier League game, he's not going to play. If it's a starting Champions League game, he's not going to play. Well, now out of the League Cup, those League Cup fixtures are gone. 
So now they're only important games from now till Christmas. It's only Premier League and Champions League. So he's not going to get these games against lesser opposition. Every game is going to be a must win. So I just think with his career on the line and obviously a career a game, a League Cup game against West Ham, your career isn't on the line. But as watching as a fan, it kind of is. Um, it would be interesting to get Solskjaer's thoughts on it. He just wasn't killing himself. And other players do kill themselves when less is on the line. And ultimately, I think that's going to cost Martial. Well, this will be a natural transition in a Solskjaer. Um, around his comments, I can't remember which journalist it was, uh, but someone did ask him post-match, um, what did you make of Martial's performance? And you could see Solskjaer almost greeting through his teeth. Uh, essentially, he says, Martial's the same as the, the whole team. Um, not quite there. Martial knows what we want from him. If he keeps working hard, he'll get chances. That was basically the most polite way of saying, you didn't take your opportunity you're well down the pecking order. So poor, so poor. Do you think it's the shaved head? Is that what's gone wrong for Martial? Well, he said he'd let it grow back. Um, yeah, what's going on there? But he kept shaving it. So, um, look, he does look a footballer, but it's just, yeah, maybe it is there. Maybe it is there. I don't know. I don't know what it is with Martial. But, Tom, before we move away and I get into Solskjaer a little bit, is that the end? Uh, do you expect him to come on the field for United again? Look, while emotion is high, I'm saying that's the end. And, and I can see a situation, rightly so, where he doesn't play because it's the Premier League game. As I said, I'm not picking him. The Champions League game at the moment, I'm not picking him. So I don't see where the where the minutes come for him. Now, in two or three weeks when we're, someone needs a rest and we need a left winger for the last 20 minutes, I'm sure there'll be a scenario where he comes on and it's the right decision. But at the moment, look, if, if I'm playing FIFA or football manager, which I always sort of refer to, I don't see a way I can get him back into this team unless sort of an injury crisis hits. 50 million down the drain indeed. And I said he was winning the Ballon d'Or when the season started. I better go back and delete that tweet after this video. But let's actually uh, let's actually talk about the game, Tom. Um, and I want to now talk, bring it to Solskjaer. Um, you obviously watched the game on delay. What did you make of the match? And most crucially, what did you make of his substitutions? Because, again, this is, seems to be the highlight every single match. It's highly scrutinized. One Mata comes off. He brings on Mason Greenwood, and then he brings on Anthony Alenga at left back for Alex Tellez, which I, I know was criticised. I actually didn't think it was the worst thing in the world, uh, considering we were chasing the game, and I didn't think Alenga did too bad. But what did you make, at least from the manager's perspective, of what he could control? Uh, what, what did you think of what Solskjaer did in terms of his game sub- management? Tactically, I thought it was fine. Substitutions were fine. Look, Mason Green would have come on for Martial for me. I would have kept Matter on. Um, that's another debate in regards to people's thoughts about Matter. Alanga going on to left back, well, yeah, it does sort of sound stupid. The way we were playing, I can understand it in terms mm. of we was sort of pushing so many men forward. The way West Ham were also attacking, we still needed defenders at the back. Now, Anthony Alanga wasn't lining up as a left back, but we did need to be wary of the counter. There was one time West Ham were on a counter attack and Anthony Alanga chased the guy down from a 10-metre head start. So who's rightly so in, in the position because he has that pace to track back. Now, that's obviously not where Anthony Langer's future is, but I could understand when sort of throwing everything forward. For God, there was a safe there where Dean Henderson even went forward. So we'll throw a man forward. You had to take a defender off. Um, could he have gone to three at the back? I think he definitely had to keep DeLow on. I thought DeLow had a pretty solid game. But um, Anthony Langer, the left back, was fine. Mason Greenwood made a difference. And Bruno Fernandes was one trying to get your best players on to make something happen. It just wasn't the game for Bruno. You think he came on with sort of the expectation of, okay, he's the one who's going to change things. And you saw that once or twice that yeah, he's shooting all these left foot. 
And look, that's not on Solskjaer. Solskjaer's putting his his main man on to try and get a result. That's on Bruno Fernandez. But that's that. Sometimes that happens. The frustration would have been higher. He's sitting on the sideline, thinking how it was West Ham beating this sort of thing. So frustration's high for him when he comes on. The substitutions are fine. Look, we go out of the tournament. Solskjaer loses another trophy, so it's an easy stick to beat him with. Well, we lose. That's Solskjaer's fault. But today, I thought we actually played some good football. Ultimately, we didn't score the goals, and Solskjaer can't score the goals. I thought tactically we got into very good positions with good numbers um, in wide areas, but um, I said not to pin it all on him, but when Anthony Martial's in the box, that did, that did change the dynamic for when we had the ball in there. Diego Delo just had no sort of target to hit. Donny van der Beek couldn't play off anyone. One matter was looking for a ball, just couldn't. The one time someone did make a running behind, one matter found it was Jadon Sancho, and it was a hard chance, but Martial just wasn't making that movement um, for players like Matter and um, van der Beek. So Solskjaer overall, I thought it was fine, but look, he's knocked out of the tournament, so there's a, another trophy he hasn't won, unfortunately. Tactically, I agree with you. I don't think he did anything wrong. Where I will criticise him, I, I, I'm with you 100%. Martial was the one to come off. I think he's just trying to do right by the Frenchman to say, look, he clearly hasn't had a lot of game time. I'll give it's him a start. It's also 1-0 down. You, you need a goal. Not that Martial's a goal scorer, but it's very hard when you're chasing the undertaker striker off. You do want those people who can score goals on the field. Yeah, so let's actually talk about um, your highlight of the game, Tom. Uh, was there a highlight, whether that be a moment, a player? What was a positive you took out of this match? The highlight? Uh, look, I thought the performance was actually not too bad, uh, so, but there weren't too many highlights. The main highlight for me, I just saw the photo on Facebook, young Alex Neild, which I'm sure everyone knows little Alex Neild, um, goes to all the games, away games as well. He met Cristiano Ronaldo, and the look on his face, um, win, lose, or draw, the look on his face um, after the game was priceless. So that is my one highlight. But in regards to the game, uh, yeah, there was no real highlight for me. I thought the performance was decent and not good enough because um, you need to sort of convert your chances. And maybe we didn't create enough clear-cut chances. But um, I thought Donny van der Beek had a good game. Um, whether that's enough to for- – in my opinion, it would be enough to force, his- force himself into the team over Fred. In Solskjaer's eyes, but no, we've gone out of a tournament, so he hasn't done enough to get over Fred. And from Solskjaer's point of view, while I don't agree with it, you can understand that. Um, he's well within his right to have that feeling. So Donny van der Beek might have... I don't even know if he'd get my three points, but if something springs to mind as a highlight, uh, maybe he did the most to take his chance um, in terms of trying to get into the start in 11. Look, highlight's probably not the right word, but if you have been following us, we do try to keep things more positive on here. There's enough toxicity on Twitter, so... Tom, I'm just trying to share the good vibe. Oh, I see you got a beer there, mate. Could have at least told me. What have I got? Bottle of water. I need it after this. needed it after this. Yeah, definitely. United does make you drink. Um, Okay. Easy question, probably. Uh, Low light of the match. And please, if you are in the comments, get your highlights, get your low lights in. We, We do like to interact with you, so please do get your thoughts in. Tom, your low light of the match. Look, we've touched for the first 10 minutes of the podcast was about Anthony Martial and there's no, you can't hide away from that. He was the low light, definitely. I'm not blaming him for the defeat, but my God, he came close to it. Um, okay, there was no drastic errors like a Lingard back pass or a red card, but his overall performance, I think, really sort of hindered United. Um, a low light for me, and again, these two players got a little bit of praise and look, they didn't play bad, but Eric Bay and Victor Lindelof, and again, they're coming in for first, oh, Lindelof's had a few minutes, but they've come in for sort of their first minutes of the season, first time as a partnership type thing. And didn't do. I thought defensively they were fine. I had nothing from my memory they could do about the goal. It was just one of those good goal for West Ham. Fair play. I was probably off the back of not a mistake, but maybe a little bit of poor defending by Tellez. But in regards to Payne and Lindelof, okay, Martial killed the attack up front. But I thought they were absolutely 
woeful in terms of playing the ball out from the back, and not in regards to mistakes, not misplacing passes or anything. But so many times, one matter was dropping into a pocket, or Nemanja Matic was making himself available. Van der Beek was creating an angle to get the ball, and Eric Bailly was just, "Oh, you want it, Donny? No, nah, hang on, no, nah, I'm going to find another pass. Matic, no, nah, you want it? No, nah, I'll keep, I'll roll my studs over the ball. I'll play Victor Lindelof. No, nah, can't find anything. I'll play Eric Bailly again." And there comes a time where you have to, Man United, or any football team, but especially Man United, Old Trafford, you have to play with an element of risk and play the ball in the midfield. Nemanja Matic is a good player. I don't care if Matic has a player on him. Play the ball in there. Back your player to be able to control the ball. If one matter's got a man on his back, one matter's a World Cup winner, Champions League winner. He can control the ball when the ball's fired into him. Play him. But Eric Bay and Victor Lindelof, they'll see now midfield is marked. Just say, no, I'm not playing in there. I'll take the safe pass and play it somewhere else. And we just weren't progressing the ball forward. And so many times, if you had a picture of the field, like when they take those still images of the field, every single West Ham player was behind the ball. Every single West I don't, They didn't play with a striker. Their, their striker was playing defensive midfield, for God's sake. And we just weren't playing that ball. And sometimes it is hard. I understand it's hard to sort of penetrate in that area, but you have to play with a little bit of risk. And our, our two central defenders, so they didn't play bad. There was no mistakes. But, um, yeah, I thought they were quite poor and sort of hindered United a little bit. I think Bay performed well defensively. Def- def- uh, but, defensively, I thought both were very good. Yeah, but I, I would definitely agree with you. I think you do got to take the risk, just particularly in that last 10 minutes. You, they were killing me, Lindelof and Bay, just passing to each other. Didn't want to lose the ball. I'm with you, mate. You, you got to take a risk if you want to get the result. It seems Solskjaer wanted to take the risk, but no one else did. Uh, so I'm just going to come back to the comments and then we will get into three, two, ones. God, that's going to be a task today. Uh, we've got Moyes. Highlight for me was Matic's knee on, can't remember who. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He did well uh, there. I, I think Matic, did, he definitely knew there was no VAR. He got away. I think he knew what he was doing and um, fair play to him. I liked it. Uh, it was it was a cheeky nib. It was fine. He'll still have kids. Uh, pleased to see Mata back. He's still got it. Some class passing and nearly scored a screamer by Josia. You know what? I've seen some. I've, I've been on Twitter where all the experts apparently live, saying one Mata played poorly. I thought it was. I thought it was really good. I thought it was that really shot. Good if that shot goes in, that what that is one of the most hardest skills to do. to hit a ball that's bouncing towards you. To hit that then on a volley with top spin and curve is. It's an unbelievable striker, just unfortunate. I think it was a good save. I think Keeper might have got a hand to it as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then we've got George. Highlight for him was uh, Van der Beek's pass for Greenwood. If Greenwood scores, we're calling that the assist of the season. It was a great pass. Um, and, and we will come to Donny Van der Beek. I'm sure he will come up in the 3 2 ones. All right, Tom, you know it's your favorite time. It's everyone in the comments. It should be your favorite time because if it's not, there's something wrong with you. But it is time for three, two, ones. Um, so, look, this is going to be a task. I'm not going to make a light of it, but tell me, tell me, who, who gets your three points today? Who was your man of the match? Well, I'm definitely going to need help from the comments and yourself because just mention it there. I mentioned Donny van der Beek has maybe been my highlight, but then I look at his performance and while good, I think, geez, is it enough for three points? But then we have lost 1-0 at home to West Ham and gone out of a cup, so there haven't been too many players who really stood out. I don't know, Diego Delo was definitely involved um, and sort of getting into good positions, but do you want more from him? But then I asked, well, if I want more for him, what I need is a striker on the end of the crosses or a striker making himself available. How can I blame Delo for that? So I look at Delo's performance and think was good and definitely, well, he's going to get more opportunity, especially with um, Juan Basaka suspended in the Champions League. So in terms of highlights, maybe that is a highlight. Um, Diego Delo getting some good minutes, but maybe not enough for three points. Look, I wouldn't be giving Matter points, but I thought, yeah, he's very sort of harshly sort of treated on, on Twitter after the match, and I thought it was the wrong substitution type thing. I thought we needed to create a chance to take off your most creative player and your most intelligent players, not the smartest decision. However, 
Greenwood came on and did well. Um, I just would have put Greenwood on for someone else. I know I'm going around in circles and this three points. I have no idea. Um, Jesse Lingard was involved, but I thought was poor sort of in the final third. I'll be maybe leaning towards maybe Donny van der Beek or Diego Delo. Okay, yeah, I think that's a valid one, and I think he was one of United's better players. Um, I was personally leaning towards Donny. Uh, while I didn't think he was perfect by any means, he was really positive with the ball. Uh, I think he, he kept possession well. Uh, he kept to, he kept trying to progress the ball forward. The only criticism of uh, the Dutchman that I do have is, particularly toward the second in, in the later ends of the second half, he started to lose the ball a fair bit. Um, I don't know if that's match rhythm, match fitness. I think, fitness. Just... I, think, I think a lot of the players actually, well, you look at the players, a lot of their first minutes, they did start to look a little bit tired, especially the yeah. type of game it was end to end. It was a tricky situation that last 20 minutes. Yeah. Rob's made a comment there, and it's a really valid point. Uh, Henderson made some cracking saves toward the end. But that's um, what I was thinking. When I was thinking three, yeah. two, ones at the end, when we're chasing the game, I think if we get through this, I think Dean Henderson maybe all the three points because they were match, not match winning saves. We lost the game, but those, there's about two or three minutes he made three or, four, or two or three saves. Um, very he good. loses it with the shocking pass, though, at the toward oh. the end. Bloody hell, what was that? That's All right, we are going in circles, Tom. Um, I need I need a nominee for three points. You, we've said Look, Diego Delo. Well, no, I, I think as I mentioned, my maybe reasoning for Donny van der Beek is he didn't. It won't happen. I think Solskjaer will persist with Fred. However, I think Donny van der Beek did the most to sort of stake a claim for a starting spot in the in the sort of normal start eleven. So. You have to say that's almost the the goal of all those players in that type of game to sort of stake a claim to be able to start the next match. And Donny van der Beek did the most for me. Okay, so we're saying Donny for three points? Donny for three yeah. points. We're in agreement there. Uh, two points. Um, I think I think I'm with you on Diogo Delo. I actually thought he was quite positive without being brilliant. Um, any disagreement? Yeah, no. Well, I, I think he played quite well. But again, I think why... He might not stand out as having a great performance is what was in front of him. And what is in front of a fullback or an attacking fullback is your number nine and striker. Who are you going to try and provide Absolutely. chances for? And I just felt, and, and even if he did get a cross in, which he didn't quite, so that's maybe a criticism of him. I always, not, not that I'm a manager, but if I'm a manager, I'm telling my fullback, can you get five crosses in this half? I don't know if Diego Delo was getting five crosses in type thing, but um, maybe that was because he didn't see the run. So... Look, it's not enough to displace Aaron Wan-Bissaka, but it's good minutes in the tank for him because, as I say, he hasn't had those minutes, so he definitely needs them because his next game is going to be a must-win Champions League game. So yeah. it's, a, it's, it's a very good game for him to come into. I thought he performed well. Yeah, not a three points, but considering the context, I think worthy of two points probably. Okay, we're thinking two points, Diogo. Uh, that might be a bit controversial. Not sure if we'll get much love from the comments. What are you thinking for one point then? So a few... Candidates, uh, Matic was okay without being great. Uh, neither of the defenders at fault. You know, it's actually really interesting, Tom. I haven't asked you about the goal that we conceded. I actually think between Tellez and Vanderbeek, there's a good share of blame there. Uh, Tellez gets beaten easily, I and then I, I, I remember seeing Donny Vanderbeek and thinking there should be better. There. I forget what Donny Vanderbeek did wrong though. I remember the incident with Tellez, and look, if that's Jaden Sancho going past the West Ham left back, we're saying what a fantastic bit of skill. When it's Alex Tellers, we're saying it's a poor bit of defending. Um, yeah, Tellers should do better, but as I say, not to blame Tellers, but his, his first minutes, he's coming off the back of an injury. Um, it's unfortunate, and Tellers didn't have a great game. Um, he didn't really take his chance, um, but it's his first minutes, he'll come back. Um, exactly. so, so, so the mistake, uh, yeah, we had far bigger issues than that mistake in the ninth minute than, um, yeah. Everything that 
succeeds it. One hundred percent agree there. The, I'm thinking the, the, Greenwood. Greenwood, Greenwood was really positive. Greenwood was really positive. Uh, if we're going to score a goal, if score. we're going to score a goal, it's going to be Greenwood. Yeah, no, that's valid. All right, I think you've sold me. I think Greenwood one point is fair. No points for Martial. Just checking, just in well, case. If he's on, he's not on the list in terms of the three, two, one. So we could take points off him, but he hasn't made it this season yet. So um. Yeah, Seriously, can we introduce that? If you if you perform that badly, we may deduct points from the three two ones for you. How's that? But you got to be like really garbage, like yeah, utter it, shit. It may to be like an own goal and a red card type performance, but um, it could be something yeah. we could introduce maybe. All right, let us know if you want us to do that. Three two one deduction points. You get relegated. More more interesting than the relegation battle is going to be in the Premier League this season. Tom, should we talk about um, should we talk about Aston Villa coming up? Obviously, we we can do a preview, but it is a really short turnaround. So I'm asking you live. We haven't planned this. Do you want to talk about the game? Do you want to do a separate video? Do you want time to think about it? Look, we're still in lockdown, so I've got nothing to do tomorrow. So we might as well do a um, Friday night, um, have another beer, and do another show. But in terms of, I think it's what I almost go to the playbook. When you get knocked out of the League Cup, it's what page one. It's Mickey Mouse Cup. Didn't want anything to do with it anyway. It's good we're knocked out. We can focus on the Premier League. And I think a win against Aston Villa on Saturday, people forget about this performance against West Ham. So like, it's exciting. Like, who thinks it's an exciting game against Aston Villa in the Premier League in, at the end of September? But it is exciting now because we are not in a title race, but it is that feeling where we can stay top of the table. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's the thing. Like In the Premier League, I know while United haven't been scintillating, and I'm keen to just ask you this. And please let us know what you're thinking in the comments, whether you agree or disagree on this point. The thing that I'm loving about United at the moment, in the league at least, is we're top of the table and I don't think we're playing anywhere near our potential as a side. Nowhere near. But we're still finding a way to win. So I'm really excited by the prospect of what's United actually going to look like once we do get in a flow. Because I think you look at Chelsea, they're a perfectly well-oiled machine at the moment, right? But if I look at them truthfully, and maybe this is just me being biased, watching them, Tom, I don't know if they have another level to go. But when I look at United, I think there's more, much more that we're yet to My see. My concern, and look, I completely agree, but I completely agree as a fan and as a positive fan. But I've, I've also made that case every single season for the past five seasons, saying we'll get better. Sometimes we don't get better. So it does look like we have those gears to move up to, but quite often we don't actually take those um, steps. So, yeah, when you do look at the room for improvement in those teams at the top of the table, it's us who have the most room for improvement. Sometimes we don't take those steps to improve. Um, that's up to the players and the manager. So well, I completely agree that that is a positive we can cling to, but the negative is also, well, maybe that is our level and we won't take those steps. Um, time will only tell. If coming first is our level, I'll take it. Um, Tom, before we wrap up, I do want to ask you about Solskjaer. Have to do it. Um not really much of a debate for me, but you, you are starting to feel in the fan base and from the media, rightly or wrongly, there is pressure. It feels as crazy as it sounds while we are top of the table. Don't know if you agree with me here and please get your thoughts in the comments as well. There's a weird feeling around Solskjaer at the moment, isn't there? It, it almost feels like the pressure's never been higher. And it all it truthfully feels like we're going game to game and the pressure might be, is there any instance where the pressure gets insurmountable whether you agree with this or not if he doesn't win a trophy is there a risk that he loses his job that's pressure in may the, the pressure now i don't look i understand there's so much sort of narrative around it and so much talk around it 
But we just got know. knocked out of a competition, so that's one yeah, trophy. Yeah, but, but, but I'm not saying I agree those... with it, but yeah. I'm just it's worth the, the, the League Cup is a hard one um, because everyone before saying if you win it, well, no, that doesn't count. It's not a proper trophy. Um, then you get knocked out of it and shit hits the fan and it's a crisis because you got knocked out of the tournament you apparently didn't want to win. So the League Cup is a hard one where sort of judging success. Um, I understand that. But in terms of the pressure around social, I don't think there's an increased pressure at the moment. There's obviously huge pressure on him regardless. But I don't think there's anything sort of knee-jerk about anything at the moment. I think... There is the huge pressure. Will be sort of you. We'll see the results of that in in May. And does he one win the title? Does he get in the top four? Or does he hopefully win a trophy? Um, that'll be when we say, did he cave to the pressure or did he succeed? Um, I don't think there's anything. Look, there's a lot of noise, yes, but I don't think it's noise that is coming from the club or or Solskjaer was sort of anything to be concerned about. I think it's just sort of a little bit of Twitter noise and sort of the Oli Out Brigade have their because we've started the season well. So this is our, is our first loss. No, sorry, Young Boys. It was a, so it's our second loss. So the Ollie Out Brigade do have a stick to beat now. So they're a little bit excited. Um, hopefully United can shut them up um, on Saturday. I'm not going to say this person's name because he doesn't deserve to have his name said on this podcast. There is someone with a large following for God knows what reason saying on a video today that Cristiano Ronaldo is finished and his overhyped because he finished because because he's a goal scorer it is the biggest load of nonsense i have i swear to you i've ever seen i have seen politics speak less shit than this person have you seen the difference though the difference today and yes our team was good enough to beat west ham but there was a there's a question when you're watching the game when you're watching the game you're thinking oh geez hope we can score can we score or we'll have to play well hopefully this player can create this chance and hopefully this player takes his chance every single game ronaldo's played so far so we're scoring. He's going to score. And it has not been a question. And that's not arrogance. That's not being overconfident. That was just fact. I just knew he was going to score. And he's going to line up against Aston Villa. And look, there will come a day that he doesn't score, of course. But I'm going into this game against Aston Villa going, well, if Ronaldo plays, I'm pretty confident that he's going to score a goal. And obviously, if we're going to be scoring goals, um, you've got a far better chance of winning. Uh, not to quote Michael Owen, but um, pretty much is the case. That wasn't Michael Owen. Well, you know what? This might be the most Michael Owen statement, but I think it's a good way to finish. When Ronaldo starts, Ronaldo scores. So you're essentially starting 1-0 up when Ronaldo's playing, I think. But, Tom, I think we'll, we will leave it there. Um, let's regroup tomorrow. Um, please, next time you're going to have an alcoholic beverage, let me know so I don't you know, feel like a sore thumb out here drinking water. Well, there's only one, only one left in the fridge, which will go um, tonight, so I'll have to go down to the bottle shop tomorrow. Uh, but- Send a quick delivery um, express post to your house. Yes, please. Yes, please. And pleasure as always, Tom. I think, I hope, I hope that we've kept it fairly positive. But thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you are in the comments and you're not subscribed, please do. Our statistics say to us that over 50% who watch this, the our videos are not subscribed. So do subscribe because we're, I think we're two of 200. Come on, get it in. That's what she said. Anyway, I will leave it there. Tom, pleasure as always. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you tomorrow. Always, mate. Cheers.